today we're going to take a quick look at dialogue. Uh, it's a really important part of writing. If you've ever been told that your book reads like someone's at the Grand National, it gallops along, then it might be that you have too much dialogue, too much action, too much plot, not enough character development, not enough description. If you're told your writing is too slow, then dialogue can really propel a story. It can really make things happen. Thinking back to when I met a friend, an old colleague in a cafe at Exeter Cathedral, and we were chatting, we were having a bit of a political rant, to be honest, um, and it was great fun over lunch. An elderly lady opposite said afterwards, I hope you don't mind me saying, but that's the best fun I've had in ages, listening in to your conversation, eavesdropping. And at first I thought, hmm, well, that's a bit of a cheek, really, a bit rude. Um, but then I thought, no, we all do it. If we hear a conversation and we find it vaguely interesting, whether we're on a train or whether we are on a bus or whether in a cafe or whatever, we will tune in to that conversation. And the same applies when you're writing for people to read. So, getting dialogue in your work needs to be done well and it's difficult. Dialogue isn't that easy. It does help you to distinguish your characters. I've been reading a book recently where a woman's husband tends to give her short one-word answers, rather stilted. Then she meets someone else at a conference who gives much longer answers, rich in vocabulary. She falls in love with the language he uses. So dialogue needs to reflect the character and it's there to also propel the plot. It gives your story what the author Will Self calls the texture of lived life. Dialogue is something that's happening and it's happening now. It makes you feel present in the story. So it shows, builds, creates characters and plot and hopefully resolves conflict. But it also creates white space. It breaks up a narrative, therefore making it reader friendly. Now recently I've been mentoring one of my old students who's been writing for some months now. When she first started she wrote the first chapter of her book and it was okay, wasn't brilliant. She's much better at her skill now and she looked back at that first chapter and thought oh goodness this is a bit leaden and dull, I need to change it. And she has changed it, she hasn't just changed it, she's changed it totally, she's virtually scrapped the entire first version, which is quite often what we do with the first draft. And she has made her new first chapter dialogue rich. 
it really, really makes a difference. It is so much better. To begin with, we, we get some idea of what the characters are like, what's happening in their lives. It propels the plot along, as we've already suggested. But it really works in practice. So if you've got something you're struggling with that feels a bit leaden and a bit heavy, try incorporating dialogue and see what effect that might have. Now, dialogue is quite often a way of resolving conflict. Conflict is gripping. Conflict is wonderful. Um, you need to make your confrontation sizzle. Now, bear in mind, most people talk while they're doing something else. So, for example, you might have a couple sitting in the car. One person might be doing all the talking. The other person might be giving one word answers or dreaming out of the window and not really listening. Or they might be thoroughly engaged. They might be having a full-blown argument. Don't make your dialogue like it is in real life, because if you have too many gaps, it's going to be dull. And if you have too many repetitions, as people often do when they're having a verbal argument, that's going to be dull as well. Body language can convey emotion. Keep your sentences tight and shorter than in real life arguments. There will be interruptions. There may even be swearing. So what makes really good dialogue? Well, great dialogue is rather like the lady in the cafe. It has an enticing eavesdropping quality. It's like overhearing a conversation and straining to hear more because it's simply too interesting to ignore. It's hearing something that you feel you shouldn't be listening to, something that you shouldn't hear, something that someone is saying that you shouldn't really be party to. And when you get that in a book, then that really makes you sit up and take notice. So you pay attention because you're being told something. It's almost a bit of a secret. What you need to do with dialogue is to avoid information dumping, info dumping, giving too much information. In a typical info dump, characters discuss information they both already know in a way that's clearly for the reader's benefit rather than their own. So if you're trying to get a point across to the reader, then info dumping is a way that lots of beginners try it. They, they try to insert backstory or plot point reminders through dumping information. Far better to have some kind of argument or discussion or to have some kind of comparative conversation. If you're actually just wanting to exposed something, then dialogue might not be the best way. You can simply rewrite dialogue that reads as a plot catch-up, as a straightforward narration, as an expository narration. So dialogue has a specific point to it.
what I would say is work hard at dialogue because it doesn't come easy for most people. It's not always straightforward, but it really, really enriches any writing that you do, uh, particularly in fiction. If you're trying to evoke a sense of emotion, it's far better than saying she was feeling really cross to actually indicate how cross she was feeling by the language she was using and the speech that she's creating. So dialogue, really important, and it helps your writing go with a bang. Bye for now. Catch you next time. Thank you.